Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. This is Live Mike. Live Mike. With Lee Lonsberry. From Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, Texas, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike, episode number 305. Did you know that? Uh, of course you did. You're keeping track at home. You've got uh, a little Sharpie marker right there next to the radio, and you make a little hash mark every day. You're up to 305 today. Not too bad at all. Thanks a lot. Uh, last year when we were in the midst of this pandemic and we were uncertain about what was possible, we were uncertain about what was like socially accepted, what was, uh, what was okay in terms of, you know, spending our free time. Could you travel? Uh, could you do some vacations? What about like a, like a staycation, something like that? My family and I, I'll be honest, we never really figured it out. And to that end, we didn't do much traveling at all. Uh, over the course of the past 12 months. And I regret that. I, I regret that now, especially as I'm heading back east here pretty soon. Uh, missed out on some of the beauty that Utah has to offer. Well, uh, that industry here in Utah, the tourism industry, uh, very understandably, uh, took a pretty massive blow last year. You think about uh, you think about tour guides, you think about hotels, you think about the restaurants that find uh, their home near the entries to uh, Utah's beautiful parks, national parks. Uh, and now there is an effort to remind folks of these beautiful, beautiful natural resources, these natural escapes and and opportunities for us here in Utah to take relatively short road trips to see some of the most beautiful scenery on the planet. Uh, Joining us now to walk through what is afoot is the Managing Director of the Utah Office of Tourism, Vicki Varela. Vicki, welcome to the program. How are you? I am great, Lee. It's so good to talk with you. We're going to miss you here in Utah. I'm so sorry. I'll be back and forth often, I promise, and I'll be visiting parks and and working towards making sure that I am uh, well familiar with all of the the wonders Utah has to offer, as I missed out on so many opportunities uh, this this past year, uh, you you have a new uh, educational initiative uh, underway. Is that correct? Yes, as we do get uh, out to have adventures again, we think the most important thing is uh, actually people traveling responsibly. We have an initiative called Forever Mighty. It's a, really an ethic about. Um, the way we want to experience our our, uh, magical places in the state Um, because uh, uh, tourism is one of those industries that uh, should go on forever and ever. It's a renewable resource. In order to maintain it as a strong industry, um, people have got to do it right. They've got to treat our precious places uh, with respect. Uh, they they need to, um, you know, I, I love the way you framed it at the beginning of this discussion. These um, uh, uh, Main Street retailers in our small communities 
Um, they that uh, these restaurants that are unique only to Utah. Um, the way they survive is by having visitors come their way, and we when they come into our communities, we want to make sure that they understand our forever mighty ethic about traveling responsibly and respectfully throughout our state. And what what, what responsible travel and responsible travel practices mean, that is being mindful that we are not yet out of the woods when it comes to this pandemic. We are not yet looking in the rear view and seeing it entirely behind us. There are, you know, if you if you tune into some of the smart scientific folks, there are real possibilities of of surges on the horizon here in Utah. A great, wonderful milestone day in that all are eligible for the vaccine 16 plus. But that does not mean that this uh, this virus is entirely behind us. Uh, We ought to when moving around in these incredible like world class wonders. uh, Keep in mind that the 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 safety precautions uh, are are still necessary or else you have. The situation that developed last year, uh, these these vulnerable communities, vulnerable to disruption brought about by you know the, the scare of the pandemic, uh, it could could sustain another blow. And would they be able to get back a, uh, get back up again? You know, we don't want to test that. Exactly. You know, one of the key principles of Forever Mighty is leave no trace, and I think that's pretty obvious to everybody. That's uh, not leaving trash. Uh, uh, showing responsibility to stay on trails. It also means leave no trace of coronavirus. It is still there, and we have to show respect and responsibility um, to, in, in these final days of this pandemic. How did this effort come about, and where can folks find out more? Uh, <clears throat> we, excuse me. We launched a Red, em- Red Emerald Strategic Plan, uh, several years ago, and uh, you can find it um, at travel.utah.gov. It's all about responsible visitation, about the fact that we um, measure um, the success of what we do, not by the quantity of visitors, but by the quality of the visit for the visitor and for the community. Um, the Forever Mighty Ethic is something you can find on our um, homepage, visitutah.com. Just go to the Forever Mighty section of it. And it will uh, talk about everything from tread lightly with your OHV to getting off the beaten path, hiring a guide or outfitter, um, uh, discovering our night skies. Utah is one of the most famous places in the world uh, in terms of the uh, 21 number of night skies that we have. Uh, where you can see more of the um, stars and planets than anywhere else on Earth. That's 14% of the total dark sky destinations. Um, so it, it, we hope people will uh, get out and celebrate uh, that Mother Nature played favorites here. Yeah, right. And we also hope that um, they'll do it very responsibly. Before I let you go, again, we're speaking with Vicki Varela, Managing Director of the Utah Office of Tourism, about a new travel education initiative called Forever Mighty. Information on that available at visitutah.com. Vicki, before I let you go, uh, share with us the top one or two behaviors that really we do need to correct. 
something that that comes up uh, all over that is really an easy fix for folks who are out uh, enjoying the the outdoors here in the state of Utah? Uh, Trash and trails. Um, Clean up your trash and stay on the trail. Those two changes in behavior um, would achieve enormous results. All right. Pack it in, pack it out. Stay on the trail. Pretty easy. Vicki, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck with this, all right? Thank you, Lee. All righty. Great to talk to you. Likewise. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.